The parable of the lost son. Jesus continued, There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in the whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of his servants and asked him what was going on. The brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, Look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never give me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours who has squandered your property and with prostitutes come home, you kill the fattened calf for him. My son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning. I hope you're all well. So just to start off with, I've got a quick question and we're going to go around with the socially distant mic. So if you would like to uh, raise your hand and we'll come to you. And I just want to know, I'll just make it clear, I do not have this to give to you, but hypothetically, if I was to give you a million pounds, what would you spend it on? So if you'd just like to stick up your hand and we'll come to you. If I gave you a million pounds, what would you spend it on? Luxury home on the Isle of Wight. <laughs> a luxury home on the Isle of Wight. What a good answer. Is there anyone else who would like to share? Oh, I think we've got some over here. Chocolate. 
A million pounds on chocolate. <laughs> what an answer. Um, I would buy a hotel and it would be specifically for blind and partially sighted people and I would arrange activities, walking, uh, sightseeing, because this is what is really needed. There's a lot of social isolation for blind people, partially sighted people. I, I think that would be an amazing one. Uh, is there one last person who... I'll, I think we got one in the back there. We'll do two. Uh, I'll, like, I'll buy game. Oh. <laughs> and one last one. Horses. Horses. Oh, I like that one. I like that one. Isn't it amazing all the things we can get with money? And that is what this story is partially about, is money. Now, when we said we were going to be looking at the prodigal son, I'm sure some of you were thinking, oh, I've never heard this one before, or, oh, this is my favourite one. But I'm sure there's many of you that were sat there like, Oh no, here we go again. We've heard this a thousand times and I'm sure we'll hear it a thousand times more. But I think it's really important to revisit these stories because they're things Jesus told us to help us learn lessons in our own lives. Now, it starts with two sons and one of them turns to his father and says, I know you're not dead yet, but I want my money now. And how insulting must that have been for the father? He cared more about the money than he did about his dad. He just wanted to go away and squander it. And that is exactly what he did. He turned away from his father. He left him so he could go and party. And... It's a bit funny, it does sound like what many of us would consider a bit of a Saturday night. Like, down the, down the local pub, having a few wines, just enjoying yourself, having a great time. But it didn't go to plan, because although he enjoyed it at first, it went wrong. He realised that he was starting to run out of money. And he was running out of money fast. And not only that, there was a famine. So they were running out of food as well. Which meant he had to go out and feed the pigs. Now, back then, pigs were considered a dirty animal. They weren't a thing you were meant to be around. And the fact that he was willing to eat the pigs' food would be the equivalent of going down to a local fast food restaurant and eating out the trash cans in the back. Like, it might be nice when it's fresh and in front of you, but you don't want to be eating it out the trash cans. I can promise you that. It'd be all grimy. But he had decided that he wanted to leave his father so he could spend this money. And what did it lead to? It led to him being in this awful situation. He thought it would be fun to start off with. He thought he would enjoy it. He thought he knew what was best for him. But it didn't work out that way.
because eventually it led to him eating with the pigs. And eventually he comes to his senses and he realises that he would rather work for his father as a servant than eat this pig's food. He would rather work for his dad. And the amazing thing is, he prepares this preach. I don't know about you, but I know whenever I have to talk about an awkward situation, I'll go over it in my head a thousand times first. And I can promise you, once it actually happens, you never say any of the things you thought about. But he decides to return to the father as a servant. And as he's travelling back, the father sees him. And back then, it was considered disgraceful for an old man to run. Once you reach past a certain age, it, wasn't, it was frowned upon for you to run towards something. But when the father saw his son, he didn't care about what others saw when they looked at him. But he ran. He ran so fast towards him and he embraced him. This is a son that basically said, Dad, I would rather you were dead because I want this money. And he still ran to him. And it can be like that in our own lives. It's not always necessarily money. But we distance ourselves from God. It can be because we think we know how we will best live our lives. It could be something as small as just being too busy to spend time reading your Bible or praying to God. There are so many things that separate us from God. It might be something as severe as you have so many doubts that you actually leave God completely. But we will reach a point where we realise how far we've gone. And it can be scary sometimes, because sometimes we don't even realise how far we have gone from the Father. I know last year I really struggled because I'm studying at Moorlands. I'm studying the Bible every day. But sometimes when you're doing it academically, you forget to do your devotions. You forget to spend that spiritual time with the Father. And it can be like that when you get busy in your life. And you can find yourself so far away from him and you haven't even realised. And then one day, it just clicks. And that's when you realise you need to return to him. But that doesn't mean we need to work towards being a better person before we call upon the Lord. Because the second we turn around and look at him, He's going to run towards us. He will carry us towards him. And there will be a great party when this happens. Because the Lord loves us. He's already given it all up. Our inheritance was sin and death. And he came 
and while we were still sinners, he died on that cross so we could be alive. He didn't wait for us to reach where he needed us, but he came to us so we could come to the Father. So I want to encourage you this week, just think, have I started to turn away from the Father? Have I created this gap between me and him? Is there a distance between us? And do we need to close that gap? Because the Father is waiting for us. He loves us. He cares for us. No matter what we've done wrong, just imagine how far we can get and how much better our lives would be if we just turned around and looked at him and embraced him as he ran to us. Because that will be a happy day in heaven. There will be celebrating because we were lost. Everyone in this building, everyone watching from a home, everyone in this planet at some point was lost. And some people are still lost. And these are the people we need to pray for as well. Because we want everyone to come to the Father. We want everyone to be celebrated for. We are not his servants, but his sons. We are adopted into his family. And it's worth celebrating ourselves. So I just want to pray into the next week that you just have the time to reflect, to pray, to read your Bible and just remember how loved you are because the Father's waiting for you. Dear Lord, we just thank you so much that no matter what we do wrong, you're there waiting. That all it takes is for us to turn around and to look at you and to want you back. Lord, if we've started to drift away from you, please, please just show us how far we've gone and show us how far we can go with you. I pray for everyone in St. Paul's and everyone on the island and everyone in this country and everyone in this world that they come to know your love. They come to be with you and they can be embraced by you. Lord, we thank you for all you do in our lives and we pray that you continue to fill us with your spirit every day. Amen.